The Justice Podcast with your hosts, Damber Wagner and Jacob Willis. Lately, I've been going through my little depression phases and how usually I use my notebook. Yes. So why did I find these amazing, 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 in the meantime, adult inspirational activity books? Now, let me break it down to you. From drawing activities to brain challenges to coloring pages, this right here will really get you together. You can just relax, use your markers, color pencils, whatever you want to use, and just vibe out. I love that it comes with they have a daily journal and also a to-do list notebook, okay? Because there's things I need to do, and I just be like, I'll be trying to figure it out and be like, you know what? Oh, I forgot to do it. Why? Because I didn't write it down. I'm telling you. So with this to-do list, honey, I can definitely write it down. Hello. And this daily journal, because I be needing a vent. I'm tired of calling you every day. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're tired of listening. <laughs> Manifesting Gems brought to you by Gemma is a lifestyle. They are a black woman-owned business established in New York City based around wellness, cognitive skills, melanated representation, and good vibes. They created an amazing inspirational activity book called In the Meantime, Adult Inspirational Activity Book. It's jam-packed with curated inspirational slash motivational activities like puzzles, mazes, word searches, word scrambles, coloring pages, and so much more. They also created a series called Bet I Won't Forget, which includes their to-do list notebook and their daily journal, perfect for keeping track of your daily or weekly to-dos and journaling all your manifestations. Visit www.manifestinggems.com. Use our code, honey, just us 15 for 15% off, okay? You can follow them on all platforms at Manifesting Gems. I'm going to put all their information down in the description box. Um, you guys check them out. We love to support Black-owned businesses up in the street. And remember, the gym is within you. Welcome to episode seven. I'm your girl, Just Living Baby. And your boy, Jacob Willis. And you tuned into the Just, Just Us, Us podcast. podcast. As you see, today is Just Us, which is enough, okay? Our guest is rescheduled till next week due to circumstances that we cannot control. It's all right. We here, so. Right. This is how it started. This is how it's going to end anyway, so. Exactly. <laughs> how are you feeling? I feel so good. You know what? I'm having a really good day. Okay. I So you guys know that my hair is blonde, right? But I usually, my best friend, Carrington usually dyes my hair for me. Okay. So she was busy this week, so I had to do it myself. Let me tell you a story. So, girl, I go to the store and I buy the dye. Mm-hmm. I forget the purple shampoo. I didn't realize it until the dye is already in my head. Head burning. I'm ready to rinse it off. Wow, I had to call right. my sister on FaceTime. I'm like, uh, I don't have purple shampoo. She said, you don't have to use regular shampoo. I'm like, I'm literally going to look like the scene of Chucky. So mm. then I rinse out my hair and I use regular shampoo and it looks like orange. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, so no. I'm like, I have to call KC. Like, oh, my God. Like, my purple shampoo is at your house. I need to come over and finish my hair. Mm-hmm. So I go to his house. I put on some more um, bleach. Not I didn't rinse it out with purple shampoo okay. like I was supposed to do. I just added more bleach to make it even more orange. Then I used the purple shampoo and this is the color it got. But I ain't gonna hold you. It looks a little good. Yeah. I thought it was gonna, I literally thought it was gonna look like the scene of Chucky. Oh, well, nope, you didn't get that. Well, ain't that a blessing? <laughs> <laughs> well, how are you feeling? I'm well. I'm here. You know, I'm not gonna complain even though I could. So it's all good. Yeah, it feels good to be here. You know, it's not raining outside. Last well, I week, love it, the rain. So. No, but I, I, you know what? I like the rain, too, especially when I'm inside of the house. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I'm outside, like, we're working right now. Like, and then when we leave here and we go to, like, a bar or something, I don't want to be out, like, smelling like a wet dog. Oh, okay. Well, to each his own. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. As you all know, we start with mental health moment. And today, I'm really just going to speak from the heart because, you know, I used to have my iPad or something. But I just want to speak on... 
something for us, you know, and especially for the entrepreneurs and influencers, you know, us that took the step to open our business and just to get started. As you know, it's inflation. And right now, stuff isn't how it was. You get me? Absolutely. Sales are slow. Customers are slow. It's hard, even with us promoting day by day. So sometimes we feel like we need a job. We feel like we have to put our business to the side, get a job, and hustle. And I know you can sometimes feel like a failure, but guess what? You're not, okay? That part. You know, I feel like this goes back to COVID, okay? Mm -hmm. For some people, COVID was a blessing, and mm -hmm. then for other people, COVID was a curse. Right. We lost a lot of people during COVID, but, on the, but we also gained um, new businesses, mm -hmm. um, financial stability. Yes. Um, and I feel like we got so comfortable because personally, I feel like I got comfortable mm -hmm. not having to really work a regular job. Um, right, right. You know, just, I just found myself being lazy. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, oh, it's COVID, so I could just not do anything. Chill, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so now it's like, okay... It's starting to reality is starting to come back. It's like we've been relying on uh government assistance and all of this free PPP PPPs, and EDD. which I did not get no PPP. Everybody balling. Right. No, yeah. for real. Uh-huh. So I feel like, you know, now people have to face reality again right. and they don't know what to do. And a lot of people that I know, including myself, I'm like, I ain't going back to working over Higgler job. Yeah. You know, but yeah. you gotta just do what you guys gotta do. Come out of that, you know, because that's not how it started. And you should want to be motivated to, you know, expand your horizon and do other things. Because I had to say that to myself. I'm like, you know what, Jacob, you just in a house chilling, like big chilling. Right. Like you big chilling. You've been chilling for a long time. Right. Come out of that and just do something. Even if it's uncomfortable for you, mm -hmm. step out of your comfort zone and just make yourself do better. Mm -hmm. Do things that you always wanted to do. But in order to find that success that you've always wanted, you have to do things that you haven't done, right? Exactly. I had to tell myself that. I'm like, okay, well, I want to travel here and do all this, but... You ain't got no money to do that. Exactly. So you got to go work. So get that ass up. That's right. What, what did Kim Kardashian say? Get your ass up and work. Yeah. And I'm saying that. I understand what she was saying about that. But then again, she she grew up with money. We didn't grow up for money. So, <laughs> yeah. I'm preaching to myself today. I just had to get that out. Period. And also with our generation, I feel like most of us feel like we don't have to work. Like we just sit back and it's just going to fall out the sky or we'll just be blessed out the blue with a job. I mean, with money and don't have to do anything. No. Hustle, grind, apply yourself. Seriously. See how far you can go for you. Yeah. That goes back, even with uh, with the careers. Like, you know, when I moved to L.A., I wanted to be an actor. And mm -hmm. I remember this quote. Somebody said, success won't come knocking at your door. You have to knock the door down and let people know that you're coming in. Knock that shit down. Hello? It's not good. The opportunities are not going to just come to you. Now, there are times where we get lucky and very, very blessed mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. people message us and they're like, hey, we, we want you for this role or we want you to Absolutely. be a part of this show. Yes. It's very rare that that happens. Mm -hmm. Those are times where it's kind of like the success is coming to you, but it's not coming to you just because of who you are. It's mm -hmm. because of the work that you put in that's coming come around in the now. long, the, the long end. Like you, you have a, a cover. So I want to give my girl like some props. Even with you this week, I know that you can't say the name, mm -hmm. but she has a huge campaign, you guys, coming this week they reached out to her because of her hard work how does it feel for companies to reach out to you for the you know it feels great but it's like like you said hard work like i've been in this influencer game for years it hasn't been easy i've been shut down a lot of times but they see my efforts they see my consistency they see my growth and they decide to give me a chance why not that's what you get when you like i said apply yourself that's the word today apply Yep. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't even know, but you were, um, I feel like I'm giving this girl an interview. I guess I am. <laughs> so um, they don't know that you had a whole MAC cover, like the, right. the MAC makeup. Mm -hmm. I'm going to insert a picture right here down below. Y'all see that? <laughs> yeah, she was all up in the malls, honey. Come on Get now. into it. Yeah. Yes, so how did yes. that even come about? Because I really do want to know, because I never asked you that. 
they just contacted me via email from my Instagram. They saw my content. They liked what I was bringing. They thought I'd be good for the brand. And uh, there it was. Flew me out to New York. Was there for about three days. Handled that business and got on back. You were also featured on Oprah Winfrey. Um, like oh, I said, my how did, goodness. <laughs> how did that come about, sis? They sent me an email. They like what I did on Instagram. Say Be you. It's what I'm exactly. trying to say. The opportunities are endless, darling. Mm-hmm. You never know what can happen when you just be yourself. Exactly. Bold, loud, unapologetically you. And black. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, girl. Well, congratulations. Well, what about Yet you? Again. You were just on MTV. Well. Come on now. It was a blessing. Yeah, how was that? How'd that come about? Actually, so this is how it came about. My boy, uh, William, shout out to William the Baddest, he... Uh, messaged me who was like, hey, you should totally apply for this, right? I'm like, I don't want to do no reality mm-hmm. TV. So I liked their post and then I sent in an email. They saw my content. They were like, your personality, like we love your personality. Awesome. So we did a Zoom the next day and then they said, well, about a month later, they were like, I think I was out with you. We're having a cocktail. Yes. And I remember getting the email and I was like, oh my God, like, excited. I'm going to be on MTV. And I was just so excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was a very good experience, I would say. It, it does feel good that I could be on a network and just be myself because, honestly, it was not scripted. It was hot as hell. And Hello. I was unapologetically made for real, for real. And doesn't it feel good that people just want to just have you for you? Yeah. And get paid for me being me? Come on. No what? No gimmicks. And I was grateful for the opportunity. But I always say to myself, even when you get opportunities like that, mm-hmm. you can't just rely on that one opportunity. You got to keep going because right. you could get comfortable with like, okay, well, I filmed that. I don't need to film nothing else this year. Right. No. Put in the no work. No hiatus. No break. Right. No break. Mm-hmm. Keep putting in that work. hmm Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. And now we're here. Now we're here. Yes. Let's talk about these niggas, girl. So what happened this week? <laughs> <laughs> she looking at me fine. Earlier on my story, I did a little poll, okay? Okay. And I asked, do you think that there is a person, whether it's a guy or a female, for everything that you need? Basically, say, how can I break it down? Because you know what I'm trying to say. Right. Basically like this. Uh, I don't know how to break it. Okay, I'm going to help you break it down. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's say you're single. You have multiple guys you're probably talking to, and it's not always it's not always romantic. But there's different guys for different things. Just kind of like there's different friends for different things. You have a friend that you can go out with, go to the club with, then you have a friend that you go out to eat with, then you have a friend that you can go shopping with. You know that can handle, mm-hmm. and then you have another friend that you can call and vent to. It's kind of like the same thing with the guys. Boom. Okay, now I can riff. Here we go. So. Today, you know how we was going through what we were going through? Yes. About our guests and everything. I was down, so I hit up one guy, and I'm like, you know what? This just happened. I just got this call. I don't know what we're going to do. We have to think of a plan B. Tell him everything. He's on the phone like, oh, yeah. Damn. That's crazy. I said, well, that's how you're going to say you're not going to tell me, like, oh, you got this. Like, don't worry about it. You'll be good. Nothing. He's like, well, you should already know that. <laughs> Come on now, like... Wait, it, he said you should already know you that he's... You already know that, like, you got it. What? That's how you gonna do me? Block and delete. Exactly, that's what it's really giving. But see, he feeds me good with that D. So I don't want to let him be. Okay. I like him inside of me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> he can feed you that D, but he can't feed you nothing else. He right. can't even feed you literally. Can he buy you a meal, sis? Because I asked for a drink and he did not get it. He said, I got you next time. Oh, I'm embarrassed saying it out loud. Not a $10 drink. Yes, he said, I got you next time. He did. 
Oh, okay. Well, I mean, well, that just Damn, that just scared. gives it all. Well, maybe he's not the- <laughs> Yeet right. out of that situation, okay. okay? Maybe he's just not that guy that you can call for anything, really, but the D. Right. Okay. And- so at that nighttime, you know, when you're looking at your rows and then debating, looking mm-hmm, at the rows, mm-hmm, pick the rows. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess so at this point. Pick the rows in the future. Um, but I mean, I'm sure there's <laughs> is there any other guy you can call and be like, you know. Besides no. me, because I know you're tired of calling me, but you go. I'm always look. I'm always be that man you can call. Right. And you always Eventually. are seriously. Yeah, you for always real. uplift me as well. So I guess you gotta keep it like that. But I'm I'm just saying that to say, you know, I need a different dude for conversation. I need one to go out with that can get me some drinks. I need one for the D. I, you know. Yeah. How you feel about that though? I agree. Um, I I have different. Well, I ain't gonna hold you. I do. I have met somebody. We are not dating, but I, you know, I I talk to him pretty much about anything that is on my mind okay. at the time. But um, I feel like there's gonna be a guy. I don't know where the hell he is. Okay, or a girl for some of you guys out there that are listening to this podcast, um, that have it all, right? We want somebody that has all of those, qualities. all of those qualities that yes. we deserve. Yes. It's like, why can't you be all around? But you gotta look at yourself. Am I all around? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Right? right. Do you have all the qualifications? Can they call you for this? Can they go shopping with you? Can you guys go out? Mm. Can they vent? Mm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And if you answer yes to all of that, then if you're worthy, there's somebody else out there that's just as worthy as well. Mm-hmm. It's just about timing of when and where mm-hmm. will that we pace, find that the, the person. Pace. Right. The patience of being lonely, how you think you need to go back with your ex? That's how Hello? scary it is. You know what I'm saying? You've been like by yourself so long, nothing's gonna come. Oh, maybe it's a sign. Hell no, it ain't no sign. Just wait all your time. Okay, yeah. you are rhyming tonight. Ah. Okay, we're gonna give her a nickname this episode. Uh, let's say Dr. Seuss. Ah, okay. Green eggs and ham. I do like them, Sam. I am. But where's my man? <laughs> 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 you are something else. Woo. Oh, my God. And something else that also I feel like why I can't let him go, too, is because with me, I don't have intercourse often. So when I do, it's like I want to hold on to that D. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. your body finally gets it, it's like, oh, my God, you damn near in love after the first time. And I feel like that's a problem with me, too. Well, that brings up another topic of conversation. It does. When you haven't had, when you've been celibate for so long. Right. And then you're uh, you're ready to be vulnerable with a man. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself catching feelings for them? I catch feelings all the time. All the time. Yeah. I'm always in my feelings. And it's never really mutual. And that's when I end up getting the short end of the stick and end up looking stupid and being sad. And I just gave my body up and now I'm over here mad. Communication. You guys weren't clear on communication. Uh, maybe he doesn't want a relationship. Maybe you're like, you know what? I'm actually starting to like you. He was like, oh, well, you know, I'm not that type of dude. Like, I'm not looking for no girlfriend right now. I'm just having my fun. But I was already in my feelings. So it's like, oh, damn, I'm just waddling tears like a little ducky. Just (laughs) in my teeth. So are you going back to being celibate for now? Uh, for now, yes. Yes, I am. I even told him, like, you know, we need to, like, cut this off. I want to take a break. But he's still pushing for it. But I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I need to guard my heart. Yeah. Yeah, this is not okay. Especially at my age. Like, I shouldn't be out here just doing that. I need to really focus and think on what is for me. Not just the instant gratification, but for long term. Right. You know, mm-hmm. when I was younger, and I'm not saying this like I'm old. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm still in my 20s. Um, Lucky you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, But when I was younger, I was able to just hook up with anybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not just anybody. But, you know, I could go to West Hollywood and be like, yo, like, you coming to my house? I'm hosting. Okay? I could Ooh. go on Grindr. they 10 feet away. Oh, shit. We live in the same building. I'll pop in. Okay. Okay? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. now I find myself, I do not have sex like that at all. See? I have to really like you. 
And there has to be some type of communication where I feel like, okay, like I can give my body to you and then we can still like have that bond afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I haven't had sex since like, what, September? See? When I was in New York. You know, I did slip up. And I don't even, you know what? Okay. I don't even consider it fully like sex, but you know, I definitely played, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm very real, very raw. This is just what it is. I love a good bathhouse, honey. Especially so if I travel to one of y'all cities, let me know. Uh, email us and let us know a good old bathhouse where we can go and play for the day. But I don't really, I don't really don't have sex like that. I really like have to like somebody. I really right. do. I have to like you. Right. And I, I can't believe that that's my life because literally I don't have sex. No, for real, like before him, like, okay, so I gave it to him in December. Before him, I didn't have sex since May. So that's like, what, six, seven months mm-hmm. of just nothing. So then when I got it from him, I'm like, oh, yes, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Right. But now I need to focus on quality, substance. Can you add to me, you know? What is your um, definition of a, a man with quality? Quality. At this point, I need a man that has a job, a stable job, been on your job for some years. You can help me out if I need something. You're willing to. I don't have to ask for little things. Oh, for a date or for flowers and stuff like that. Like, just bring it towards me. Make me feel loved and appreciated. The text and the reassurance and all that. Yeah. I feel like I deserve that. And I even tweeted the other day, I never had a man come in my life and bring me anything good. And I'm freaking 31, and I never had that. And I feel like I'm deserving. I'm a great person. I don't try to screw people over. Yeah, I've cheated before, but I mean, who freaking hasn't? Girl, you know? but people cheated since high school, elementary school. I cheated on some math tests. Uh, you know what? I she cheated in her. English, <laughs> right. I remember when I was in college, yeah, I was one of those people that looked at some articles and, you know, yeah. messed around with it. Am I telling on myself? I guess I am. Ooh. That was my past. But, you know, people cheat. No, for real. Yeah. Um, And I get it. But I like that. You just literally manifested everything you want in a man, and he's coming. And you I just said did it out loud. You loud said it out loud. loud. With your chest out or all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm manifesting somebody that is a great communicator, somebody that will love me for who I am. Yes. Somebody that is willing and able to grow and show every part of them. Um, Somebody that is financially stable. Uh, You can't be broke dating me. You just can't. I'm sorry. You call me a gold digger. Hey, it is what it is. Um, Somebody that is confident with who they are and somebody that loves himself. Somebody that respects himself enough mm. to be their self in any room that we walk in. Mm-hmm. Somebody that has a relationship with somebody of a higher, a higher power. Me, mm. Jesus. Okay? But not everybody is spiritual, so I get it. Somebody that has a good relationship with their parents. Now, now, granted... That's huge. Not everybody had parents growing up, you know. Maybe they had a falling out with the parent. Maybe their parent is on drugs. You never know the situation. Right, right, right. Me, personally, I'm very family-oriented. My mom mm-hmm. is, like, my best friend I could call. I'd be like, yo, mom, like, I'm going through this today. That part. Or, mom, I found a man or whatever, but... Yes. You know, my dad even. I could call my dad and like talk Love to him. That. So it's a blessing. Yes, I take absolutely. it, I don't, I don't take it for granted that I can do that. Um, but just somebody that has like just a, a re- relationship, um, that's relationship oriented. Even if it's not with their family, at least they they show like, hey, let's go to game night together, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And also, this is something so big, especially in a black community with men. I want a man that's okay with being vulnerable. Yeah. These men want to act like they hard all the time. They can't cry. Uh, they can't express themselves. Oh, no, I just dusted off. Oh, I'm not a nigga like that. No, it's okay. Release that. You're yeah. keeping all that in. You're not able to just 
be nice and kind and sweet. Like, damn, I hate it. We don't need a sensitive man. We need a man that is vulnerable. Exactly. Because a, a lot of guys are sensitive nowadays, you know? That's true, too. They're very I mean, sensitive. I keep getting the ones that are, like, just tough down to the core, just came from the root of the ground. Like, yeah. damn. Even though I, I mean, as a man, I would say that a lot of men, we like to portray, like, oh, we we good. Like, we don't want to show that, that softer side because we don't want to seem weak. Right, understandable, and 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 that doesn't make it okay. Um, but that's why men do that. They don't want to seem like you know, like oh, like they're not they're never going to show you when they're down like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Some men will, but most men are not going to do that, especially when it comes to finances. So let's talk about true, that. True, you're a breadwinner. You make you know your own money. You have your own business. Right. If you were to date somebody that was a little bit more down, maybe he would be like you know feel like a certain way because you are the breadwinner and he feel like he can't provide. Maybe he feels like true. he's not enough for you. Right. Yes. So, I've definitely gotten that before. Right. Mm -hmm. So with that. That being said, I feel like he wouldn't show that, though. He would probably act like, oh, like, congratulations on your business. Like, you're doing your thing. But really, in his head, he's like, damn, like, I'm not enough. You never know okay. what's going going yeah, on in the mind. I don't take that into consideration either as well. Yeah. It's a lot to this. It's a lot. It ain't easy, girl. It ain't. But, hey, life ain't easy, and it's never breezy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm trying to rhyme. Right, and that was cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> She's on my easy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's stop. Let me stop. Okay. <laughs> so everybody listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, to our listeners, I just want to say thank you so much. The streams have been beautiful. Yes. You guys' support has been beautiful. We take nothing for granted. Um, share this with everybody. If you're on your way to work right now, listen, I hope you have a great day at work. If you are washing dishes, honey, make sure you scrub. Okay, honey, scrub, scrub, scrub. Mm -hmm. If you arguing with your man, just put this on too to shut him up because he's going to be like, who is that boy with the blonde hair talking? <laughs> Okay, and to our wonderful viewers on uh, YouTube, what's up, baby? How we looking? Ain't we looking good? I got, it, I got. It. Yeah, <laughs> I am something else for real. For real, for real. Okay, so have you ever had an embarrassing sex moment? Oh, embarrassing sex moment. Um, what can I say? The most embarrassing thing I think happened in sex is like you know when you um pass gas. Okay, but out the butt though, not the pussy for it. Okay, can I say pussy? Yeah, it's okay. This is raw and okay. Well, you said it was done as done. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> my embarrassing moment. Oh, child, child, child. Now this can get a little gory. Okay, this is for mature audiences. I'm not apologizing. I'm just letting you know you can click off for about ten seconds. Skip this to about thirty seconds if you don't want to hear about the men and men on. Okay. So. Whew. It was back when I had um my grinder days, okay. right? And and I ain't gonna hold you. I still had grinder just looking for relationships. That doesn't really work. Um, so there was this African man, right? And he messaged me. He was like, hey, like, I'm in your area. Like, you know, do you want to come by? Very, 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 like, I don't know if he had wife and kids. I don't know. He was acting very weird. He's very strict. Like, I came into his home. He was like, to the bedroom. I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. Then he was like, uh, take off your clothes. I'm like, wait, what is going on here? Right. So we ended up, you know, being intimate or whatever. Mm hmm I wasn't expecting to really even hook up with anybody because I was literally heading somewhere else. Okay. But he messaged me. And I was like, well, I can get it in real quick before I go to where right, I was. Right. Yes, I was showered and all that, but I didn't pr properly prepare for that part because I didn't expect to do that. You know what I mean? Okay, I hear you. So, you know, I love spicy food, so I had some food. <laughs> I can hold you. I had me a spicy burrito with extra jalapeno. Ooh, um, I think I know and this is going. This is going there. Ooh. So I didn't properly douche because I didn't expect it. And he literally, like, we're, you know, doing what we're doing. And then, like, a little came out. And then he was like... Oh, hell no. Nah. He was like, oh, my God, you're dirty. 
I'm like, oh my God. Like, he was so mad. Like, literally, he kicked me out of his home. That was so embarrassing. I would have too. I would have done it too. <laughs> I would have did it too. That's why, you know what? I give round of applause to everybody that's listening, especially the LGBTQ community, yeah. those at bottom, even some of the girls that like Adel. Congratulations to mm. you guys who properly douched because I honestly did not that day. And um, I was on my way out the door Ooh. for real. So that was so embarrassing to me. I'm like, oh my God. smelling in here? No, no. It was like, it's like he was going so much that it was like, you know, it was like. It was just coming out like squirt. No, no, no. Just like a little came Oh, out. Lord. It was on a condom. Okay, yes, I, pra- I practice. Okay. Oh, I practice safe sex. Yes, Especially, I, yes. look, I don't know what these men got. That's right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that was so embarrassing. But it happened. So now, I, if anytime I know if I'm like, if somebody asks and I know that I'm going to be the bottom, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no, not today. Not today. Or give me an hour. Let me go home and really just clean it out. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, girl. Because you full Something of else. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Literally full of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Wow. I can't think of one more moment. Um, I was having a threesome one time. Me and the, home, the old homegirl and this dude I was with. And um, my dude had put the thing in from the back on her. And I was right here on the side. And I guess I had just maybe liked him too much or I don't know. But I started throwing up. <laughs> as soon as he put it in her and was stroking, I threw up. What? In the hotel on the damn carpet. Were you trying to interrupt? In the hotel because I was broke then. Were you trying to interrupt what they were doing? Because- no, I just threw up. I don't know. My body was just like. <laughs> <laughs> and you had a release. Ooh, I know yeah. that was nasty. I know they stopped immediately. Yeah, for sure. It was like, what the hell? That was really embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I do remember my homegirl, Wheezy. Shout out to WTF Media Studios. That's where we filmed the yes. pod. Um, I remember she was on my podcast, Grindy Jacobs Gears, and we're talking about embarrassing sex moments, too. And I think it was so funny because she had an apartment in New York a long time ago, mm-hmm. and she was having, like, a threesome. And uh, literally a roach came from outside. You better shut up. No, so her apartment wasn't, like, roach infested or nothing like that, but mm-hmm. her, her door was open, like, her... Um, the door, the patio door. Okay. And my child just came on in, honey, probably from Brooklyn, just went on up. <laughs> and, and literally, she's the guy like saw it, but he didn't say anything to her. Get out of here. And so after, you know, he wanted to make sure he still got his yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. But after he was like, man, there was a big old bug. He was like, but I didn't want to tell you I ain't gonna hold you because if I would have told you, I wouldn't have, you know, got it yeah, in. You know? Yeah, yeah. She was like, hell no, you would have got it in. Okay. <laughs> Man, that is crazy. That is, definitely. Because if I see that, well, I'm, I'll be embarrassed to say, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm definitely going to say something that's crazy. Because when it's one, it's really some. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like when it's the smaller ones, that means that you're roach infested, for Facts. real. Facts. Those big old water bugs, they just be coming in from like outside sometimes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's I like, okay. You. But those be moving so fast, I'd really be like, what the hell? Exactly. Slow the hell down. Why are you moving <laughs> that fast? God, I know you created all these animals in the world, but why did you have to create a roach? They're disgusting. And that's how you feel about seafood. Listen, y'all, I love oh seafood. I cook very well. I love crab legs, lobster, shrimp, scrimp, uh, scallions, scallops, all of that. I cook it all at my house, okay? And every time I cook, she's always like, why do you have to cook seafood all the time? Girl, the same reason why you like that chicken with that uh, Parmesan cheese. You're damn right, but I'm saying seafood, it's almost every day. I go to your store, I'm like, cooking again, huh? There go again. Not again. Damn. <laughs> you get gout or something. Oh, I, I, I don't want to manifest that over okay, my life. Okay, I rebuke okay. that in the name of Jesus. There won't be no gout in this system. Okay? Just would have make me a lobster tail tomorrow. You. But the reason why I mentioned seafood, you guys, is because they call them the roaches of the sea. The roaches of the sea, the shrimp and shit. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. call it what you want, but them, 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 them roaches I eat. 
Okay? Them roaches I'll eat for sure. That's good. Especially with some good old sauce. Oh, you know I love a good... <laughs> I love a good sauce. sauce. Oh, absolutely. Homemade. Mm. Homemade sauce. Very spicy. Um, Nose runs. Eyes water. Mouth mouth water. Yeah. Mm. So good. I love seafood. Uh, No. No. So my tolerance for... um, Spice mm-hmm. is out of this world. Got you. Literally. Okay. No, I'm serious. If anybody about to challenge me for real to like a spice competition, we could do it because I could really handle my spice. Calling y'all out. He calling call anybody out. out. I want to go. What is that show that they have where the guy uh, has like guest order? They have like the different hot sauces. The, oh, yes. Don't know the name of it. Okay. Definitely the name is out there. Okay. Yes. I forgot the name of it. Oh my God. I can't. You guys know what I'm talking about. Anyways, on that show, do you know the name? Yeah. Yeah, hot ones. There we go. Yeah, so they have like different guests. I want to come on that show. I'm manifesting. I'm coming on that show, and yes, I, you I'm going to try those hot sauces with the guy. All right. And we're gonna just be eye to eye, looking at each other, dying inside, but handling that heat. <laughs> Nothing like that when you like, you know, mm-hmm. got that heat built up. Come on now. Right. Drip got you in heat. Yeah. What? <laughs> 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 I love this. We both look at each other like, wait, me. You know why? Because I sometimes I feel like I be talking so much and then you be looking at me like, okay, you gonna shut up now? No, it's just my eyes. Sometimes my eyes, they just do what they want to do. So just don't worry about me. <laughs> That's why I wear the glasses. Just don't worry. You know, I just gonna fly. Right. Okay. Don't, don't, don't hurt nobody. What is it that makes you feel good when you're stepping out for day-to-day life? Uh, maybe it could be you having your favorite coffee in the morning, uh-huh. you're doing your makeup, uh, you know. What makes me feel good? Uh, that's a good question because I never really thought of that. What makes me feel good? I guess really, I don't really know. Wow. You never thought, I never you never thought, thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. What makes me feel good? Damn, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> no, for real. I'm shocking myself. Friend, I don't fucking know. Being able, what if you have like a lot of wigs and you can go to your shop? Making a wig, putting a wig on, don't make me feel good. No, I'm talking about for your like your shop. Like, does that make you feel good? Okay. What makes me feel good is when I'm going to work and I have my returning customers come in and say they love my units. Hey, and they tell their friends and they Mm -hmm. tell their cousins and the word of mouth and it's positive. That makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I was just on Facetime with her the other day. We're talking Mm -hmm. and. Literally, like, you had three customers come in, yeah. and they all bought wigs. And they're yes. like, oh, this one girl was like, oh, I bought, like, four wigs from you. I had that mm-hmm. one, that one, that one, that one. Plus, since you ain't got this at all, I'm all out, sis. Exactly. Like, I love to see you in your element, happy. And you work hard on those wigs. What you guys don't understand, you, you style those wigs. She washes them. She dyes yes, them. I do. You spend hours, and you have no employees. Literally, it's just yourself. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah, so I think that was so beautiful that, that it came in. And just to see you getting them sales so quickly like that, I was like, okay, she in her bag for real, for Come real. Come on, I'm trying my best. But what makes you feel good? Okay, so when I wake up in the morning, I always thank God for another day. That automatically makes me... That's number one. That automatically makes me feel like, okay, I made it through another day. I feel like I didn't deserve it, but he did, so that's amazing. Mm-hmm. What makes me happy is literally, like, cooking for people. My love language is cooking. That makes me happy. Sorry. Okay, that's cool, yeah. Right. I love cooking for people. Like I've never had any of your food, and I've well, been on you for about seven years. Whose fault is that? I still <laughs> haven't had that pasta that you've been talking about, talking about you, with all the We're meat. about you, though. Oh, right. Let's I'm talk about that pasta you, you promised I never got. Well, I mean, I must not be your friend. Well, you, well, you've been over my house before, and I Only did have... you about one time. Oh, uh, whose fault is that? Whoops, I don't know. Okay, because you can always come continue, to me, Casa. I, when have I ever came continue. to your house? Once. Never. You know what I came out? I went outside of your house. Well, there you waiting go. Waiting for you to get in the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Right. Oh, friend, you can come over and watch movies and chill. Yeah, all that meat pasta. Don't be trying to change me. on our friendship. Huh? Well, look like I got to cook for it tomorrow. Come over. I'll make you some lobster tails. Your favorite. Definitely won't be there. <laughs> Her picky ass. She's so damn picky with food. That's why I even cook for it. It's hard to cook for this girl. I know I can make her some fried chicken, but I got to make sure it's extra juicy in, this, in the inside and extra crisp on the house. a lot of crisp on the outside. Okay, and I'll make sure I have the extra Parmesan for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Aaron. <laughs> but that does make me happy. No, it really does. Cooking for people. I just love to cook. I cook almost every day, seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes me happy. If they follow you, they see them stories because I be like, oh, okay. Yeah, chefing it up. Back at it again. <laughs> well, speaking of your friends and stuff, mm-hmm. why do you have so many best friends? I have about 10 best friends. What's up with um, that? I feel happy. A best friend is supposed to be a title, a best friend. When the S is on the end of best friends, are we really best friends? Um, well, if you have to question that, then you shouldn't have any best friends. I, I definitely don't. Right. Well, I, I have one. <laughs> right. So I, those people that I, anybody that I claim that's my best friends, they're my best friends. Um, I've known them from year for years. They're being consistent with the friendship. Mm-hmm. We have like a brother and sister type of relationship. I can call them about anything. Mm-hmm. If we're down, we pick each other up. If I, if I don't have it that day, we, we, we cover the slack that, you know, we we have. Um, those are people that I really love. And if something was to happen to me, I know that I can count on those people to make sure that I'm good. If I have money just sitting around, I know they're not going to steal from me. They always have my best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just people that I just really trust. And for that alone, I consider them like my best friends. I talk to them every day. It's given a definition of a friend. So what makes them a best friend? Literally what I just said. Friends, to me, I don't tell my friends everything like that. And I don't trust just a friend mm. to watch my money. I can't just if I'm in a hospital, a friend can or cannot make it there. But I know, like, say, matter of fact, fuck all that. Let's say if I have a child, okay? Something happens to my child, a friend can probably help help me out. Mm-hmm. But a best friend is going to make sure that me and my child are taken care of. Especially the, mm-hmm. the, the best friends I consider best friends. Mm-hmm. If something was to happen to me, I know for a fact they'll be there in the speed of light. I remember, let me talk about one of my best friends, right? Okay. So I was in jail. Mm-hmm. I was in jail. I was in a police uh, police station. I got a physical altercation mm-hmm. and I beat this boy ass and uh, he gonna call the police on me. So I was at jail. Okay. And I was at a police station, but whatever. Same I shit. was at jail. Okay. I was at jail. I mean, they put handcuffs on me and they just walked me in and they just sat me down and really just talked to me. Okay. But literally, I was in there for like two hours, right? Just uh-huh. sitting down, waiting for them to let me go. Okay. I come out and my best friend was in the line. I saw her. I'm like, what the hell is she doing here? Uh-huh. She had my location. She was like, so when I came out, she was like, she dropped everything. She ran to me like, what the fuck happened? Are you okay? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she was there for me. She literally saw my location and made sure I was good. Gave me a ride from, rescued me, okay? Mm-hmm. She made sure I was good and just picked me up from jail. Mm-hmm. That's what I consider a best friend. When I'm in trouble and you're there for me and I ain't even got to tell you that I'm in this situation, mm-hmm. that to me is a best friend. Somebody that loves me unconditionally. I mean, I, I, everybody has their flaws. Everybody. True, everybody. Right. You even said it last episode. You were saying that there's things that you don't even feel comfortable tell, telling your best friend your friends or even your mom. Mm-hmm. You found that blog. <laughs> you found that blog, okay, that shall not be named. Right. And you're able to vent on there. Mm-hmm. My best friends, I can call them and I can vent. Like, they're my blog. They, I know for a fact they won't tell my mm-hmm. secrets to anybody because there's things I told them and, they, and anytime we get in an argument or a disagreement, they have never thrown that back in my face. I had friends uh-huh. that I've told things to and they told everybody. Or uh, we get uh-huh. mad at each other then they're gonna mm-hmm. tell, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'll throw it back in my face. So that's what I consider a best friend. And everybody that's and been my best friends, I keep them. B- baby, yes, 10 of them. I've known them for years. See, I don't know 
know about that. What do y'all feel about that? I don't it's know. It's okay to have a multiple best, best friends. A best friend, it's got to be like, ah, but you know what I That's a right? relationship, babe. Best friends, you can have as many no, best friends as you want. No, Well, that's an open discussion. Well, yeah, we can agree to disagree. That's we why we have this have beautiful to. thing called an opinion. Yeah, you have yours and your I have voice, mine. You're so. freaking voicing it. I really am. Yes, I'm voicing it loud and proud. I'm proud of my best friends, all 10 of them. I love you, bitches, because guess what? My best friends is watching right now, tuning in on every episode, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Yeah, some friends, they don't even be watching or reposting. Oh, do all yours repost? Yes, I they have. Uh, Chanel reposted, Carrington reposted. <laughs> my best friend in Sacramento, Kendall. Shout out to her, my okay. best friend, Jimmy. Okay, okay should I continue okay. to go? They all reposted. I don't know you about know yours, though. Oh, I only have one best friend. I don't really do that. Okay, Thank well, we love. Okay, what about your friends, quote unquote? Uh, most of them do. Okay, they repost Not it? Not often, but sometimes oh, they do. Oh, well. Find you some other best friends. I'm sorry. Only <laughs> enough. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about communication. Um, this goes with friendships, fi family. Business. Uh, business, jobs, Absolutely. all of that stuff. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about communication, the importance of it, because a lot of people don't know how to properly communicate, and that is just so annoying. And this can be a big inconvenience. Right, especially right? if it's an event going on or something where you promise to be there or something serious and you can't make it and you know that you can't make it and you wait to the last minute, if that, to say something, come on. Like, yeah. yeah, especially when you're investing in something, you know what I mean? You're investing right. your time. Look, time is an investment. I don't care if y'all got money or not. Time is an time investment. Is Showing up is very precious. And, yes. you know, sometimes you got to maneuver and, and change plans. Mm -hmm. And it's a very big inconvenience, mm -hmm. especially if you already had your mind set on something. Right. And right. now you're scrambling, you know, trying to figure out things last minute and thank God we're talented, darling. Exactly. What if it was like a reservation and you can't get your money back? Yeah. Something like Even that. with birthday dinners, that's a good that's a good way. Yeah. My homegirl just had a birthday dinner last week. Mm -hmm. She invited 14 people. All 14 people confirmed the day of, like, what, six people dropped out? And I literally, yeah, literally, they char They were like, oh, if anybody drops out, we charge you, like, per dropout. Wow, she so, still had to pay. Well, luckily, she they she told them, like, you know, basically, like, oh, this ain't cool. God, yeah. And most of them all showed up, you know? And okay. I even was like, I wasn't even able to make it. I told her that before she even confirmed to me gotcha. that I couldn't make it, I still showed up. Wow, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. I just filled in. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So I feel like communication is very big. Um, people get fired because of communications. People lose relationships. People All the time. Lose, uh, they lose their dignity because of communication. Mm -hmm. They lose right. their life yeah. because you didn't communicate that homeboy. Struck. Right. Right. Homeboy in the house and he uh, fixing the toilet and your man walk in. He like, Is it, what the, you fucking the plumber? Exactly. Yeah, because you didn't tell. You, you didn't let him know. Right. All of a sudden, he's he just walking. Yeah, right. And now he's doing life because he killed the plug, but thinking this role play. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I just I just wanted to really like vent on communication and just really pinpoint that. Like this episode today, just remember you guys communication. Whatever you guys are going through in life, if you guys have friends, if you guys have a, a situation and you can't make it to like a friend's house, mm -hmm. a friend's party, or whatever, even if you're gonna be late to work, email your job and let them know. Communicate. Right. Hey, I'm running like 15 minutes behind. There's traffic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, communication is key. Exactly. Holla at me. <laughs> Oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> so, you guys, we do not have a doorbell segment today, but I do have, I do have um, a question that somebody did ask. Um, one of my homeboys randomly messaged me and asked if um, I find the word zesty a do uh, how do you say this? Derogative. Derogatory. Do say it again. Derogatory. Derogatory. Or offensive. I'm just going to say offensive, bitch. Fuck all that. Okay. Derogatory. Okay. <laughs> 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 bitch. <laughs> 
So my friend messaged me today and he asked if I find the word um, zesty offensive um, in terms or in regards to the LGBTQ community. And I had to look up the definition because I'm like, what's zesty even right, mean? Right, break it down. And it's, um, it means having a strong, pleasant, and somewhat spicy flavor. What's wrong with being zesty? There's nothing. I actually find that a compliment. Exactly, same, um, yeah. But I guess he used that word with somebody they got offended by. It. Maybe they didn't know what it meant because who would get offended by that word? Right. Um, Personally, if somebody called me zesty, I'm like, I am a little zesty. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm a little spicy. Hmm. I got flavor. I, I got melanin. You. Right. Yeah. I got all that, just like my food. <laughs> okay. I'm a little zesty, and so is my meals. <laughs> I, I don't find that offensive at all. Actually, I find that as a compliment. What do you guys think on that? And what do you think? He must have said it to somebody like that was trade and took it as they trying to call him like. Oh, like, you know. Exactly. Like, oh, bro, you a little zesty. You a little zesty. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. So if you like sound a trade nigga, like, yeah, you zesty. Nigga, what? Right. <laughs> Not you uh, barking like a dog. Right. Let me tell you. So you guys, I'm like, I'm bittersweet. So when it comes to like my sexuality, who I am, a lot of people think gay people are all going to be like this. Oh, girl, yeah, and all that. Like, no, that's not what it's always giving me. Gay does not mean that you have to act a certain way, okay? So let's just be very clear on that because there's a lot True. of men that, True. oh, I didn't know he was gay. Well, 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 was he supposed to act a certain way? Was he supposed to have a purse and something else? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? That's true. Yes, yes. So when I say I'm bittersweet, I have a like a feminine side to me, but I also have a very masculine side, right? Mm-hmm, um, even when it comes to the person I'm dating, if I'm dating more of a femboy, I'm definitely more of the the masculine energy like and the relationship, down. right? And then if there's somebody that's like more masculine than me, then I'm like a little bit more vulnerable. I'm still me, but like you know, I'm a little Press bit more around. like okay, but like yeah, all right, you know. Yeah, I just have those times where I'm just a little bit more whatever, but I'm always going to be a man at the end of the day, but I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Yes. I'm bittersweet. So I have, like, some dramatic, like, what's up, girl? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to, what's up, bro? Like, how you doing? You know what I mean? No, I just you know have to that. turn it on and off. Come on now. Yeah. Adjust. I've seen it. Yeah, let's talk about adjusting. Okay. Rather be a workplace. You have friends. Everybody has that friend where you can bring to, like, the club and have a good time, and then you can't bring to corporate office, okay? You can't bring them to True. a business meeting, even though you ain't supposed to bring no people, no friends to a business meeting anyway. I just... <laughs> I don't know why, but said business meeting. I'm saying, okay, let's say we're in Beverly Hills, right? Yes. There are certain friends that you bring with you to restaurants in Beverly Hills. Right. I'm just saying that we have those friends that know how to act and those friends that don't. And you know I have a story for that. Okay, so what's the story? We were in West Hollywood at a little <laughs> nice little restaurant slash bar. One of my favorites. Yes, and I invited my homegirl. You know, I'm going to bring the girls out, you know. So she showed up, and this is, you know, very... It's classy. You have to dress nice and act a certain way. And she came in here and she was twerking. But not only was she twerking, she was twerking on a white man. Oh, Lord. A millionaire. Woo! He liked it, though. But He did, but the... Man, so this is what happened as well. I got to I gotta just top this one off. So I'm a regular. So this is like more like a restaurant, right? So people are eating, you know, they're, they're bougie, their caviar and their steaks and mashed potatoes Chanel and chicken bags, parmesan. This. All of that. Okay, yeah, real yeah. hot girl shit, but the white way. Okay? Mm-hmm. We love y'all. My wife, listen. What's up, babes? Yeah. So literally... I walk in with, you know, um, Amber and then a couple of our other friends. So they all saw us walk in together. The moment she started acting like that, everybody like that works there, because I'm a regular, they all looked at me. I put my head down and walked away. I'm like, I don't know these, I don't know that how, I don't know her. I don't know. They were like, did you know her? Like, you know, she can't do that in here. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, no. It's, it's okay. She just had too much to drink. Like, we're good, you know? So I was like, whoa, that's never happened. But honestly, it was low-key kind of, like, funny. It was funny as it hell. It was. It definitely was. It was funny as hell. Yeah. You got it, you know? But I was like, okay, so now we know, like, there are certain friends that that are used to, like, a certain lifestyle that mm-hmm. if you bring them into a place like that, you got to really break it down. Like, okay, sis, we going to go in here. No but when we go in here, we can't do that. Right. Okay? Be That'll be, be Right, because they are security here. 
here. He black, okay? Right. And he will escort you right on now. Right. And we're not leaving with you because we're having a blast. Right. Do y'all have those friends where you have to have that talk? Like, okay, come on. Right, like toning down, especially the, there's friends too when they have a little bit too much to drink. Okay, yeah. some people change when they're when they're drunk, and some people are just normal. Me, honestly, and I'm not saying this because I'm uh, I'm trying to pat myself on the chest or anything, but honestly, when I'm drunk, I'm really just much the same. I really am. Oh, uh, you have moments. I have moments where I probably cuss you out, mm -hmm. but I'm not I'm not an angry drunk. I I don't do too much. I'm really just like real chill. Like sometimes you can't even tell that I'm super drunk. Really can't. Um, yeah. No, for real. You cannot tell I when I'm super drunk. Mm. Right, okay. Because I know when you super drunk, so oh, yes. that. Okay. Get into it. Sure, but I gotta be drunk to turn up. But no, yeah. no, for real. We had those friends, so it's just about having that proper communication. Like, okay, noticing when they're, like, getting to that point where they're about to be acting a fool or when they're gonna, exactly. when they're gonna, like, okay, we don't. I tell them, like, hey, drink this water for right. real. Please drink this water. Yes. Use okay. for something. Get it out. Right. Yes. For the sake of our friendship, I love you enough yes. to tell you to stop filling that cup. Okay? Yes, yes. So, yeah, that that's mm -hmm. just, I, I can't. That's funny. Isn't it? So, um, you guys, <laughs> this episode, this episode, it has been just such a such a breeze. It's it been was, very easy. Yes. Can I go? I, I didn't no, say nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you didn't know what she was gonna say, huh? I did. Okay, then why'd you stop? Because you was talking. I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't just stop. I just snorted my no, nose. Because you were talking. Okay. Okay. This episode, we were supposed to have our guests, but we didn't have our guests, so we only had a plan A. But now, this was a lesson that we should always have a plan B. Can we talk about that as well? Yep, always having a plan B. Always have a backup, because we banked on the guests, so we wrapped everything around that person, you know, to make them feel included and really have a real podcast interview. But we didn't, so we just really flowing. I hope you guys really enjoyed that. The beauty about podcasting is that you could just release and say whatever is on your mind, right? Mm -hmm. There's some people that have structured podcasts where they have an outline every episode. Even us, we have an outline. Sometimes we go on it, sometimes we don't. Mm -hmm. It's important to really just talk about what's on your mind because people can relate to real and raw shit, right? If everything is structured and we're just reading like from a piece of paper the whole time, it's going to be boring. They're going to be like, okay, they're so like, they're writing back. down. Like, I'm not trying to read a book. We're just mm -hmm. going to talk the real, the raw. Mm -hmm. Um. But I do appreciate that we're, even though we didn't have that guest, we're still able to come on here and just do our thing because at the end of the day, people want to hear us. You know, this just is how, like, us. Right, just us. And uh, earlier when we were talking about relationships, this is a little bit off talk, uh, a little bit off topic. You said that you never had a man to really just provide and like give you things and, you know, just be there for you're always exchanging and giving, right? Mm -hmm. So this, there's a point in this, uh, a point, what I'm saying. Every episode when we do have a guest, we always give them their flowers, right? Yeah. Listen, we don't have a guest today, but guess what? You have been killing it in the gym. You've been in the gym every week very consistently. Yes, I have. You did not feel like even coming today, but you still came. Look. Lord, no. Right. It was like, you know what, friend? Like, you know, I was down. Like, I don't even... Mm -hmm. It was just a lot. And so today, I'm giving your, you your flowers. Um, You Real definitely flowers? deserve flowers. Absolutely. You better shut yeah. up. Yeah. I got you some flowers. I just want to say I'm oh, proud of you. Wow. I'm so proud of you. I love you so much. And even when you're down, you still push yourself. Oh, I know you didn't want to come wow. today, Fran. And I know that you've been going through it, you know, with these dudes. You know what I mean? You just yeah. really been venting. And Thank you know what? You. We don't need a guest. You're enough. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for your consistency. Wow. And there are your flowers today, baby girl. Period. Thank you. You don't know what this means to me. Yeah. Thank you yes. so much, Jacob. You're welcome. This is real genuine. And I didn't even expect that. No. Wow, that's nice over there. That's sweet. Thank yes. you so much. I oh, love my girl. Stop it. <laughs>
Wow. We're going to have some margaritas after this and take a couple yes, of shots. Yes, my eyes are watering. We are celebrating <laughs> you today. So thank you. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. If you guys have Ooh. a business, you guys know the deal. You guys can email us at justuspod at gmail.com. Hit us in the DM at justuspod. Oh, Oh, I almost forgot to tell you guys. Uh, we actually got two features on Yahoo News. Yes, we did. Um, and then I, I forgot the other one. But shout out to um, the articles. We had two, three articles written on us. Yeah. Um, on, about our podcast. And I, I'm thankful and grateful. We just started this and we're already getting some press. So to only be on episode seven, everything has been amazing. From the support, everybody's just tapping in. People even inquiring to be on the podcast. It has been a blessing. Yes. Who would have thought? It makes us feel like this is what we're destined for. We're ready to expand. We want to go far. Yeah, we're gonna go far. We will go far. And yes. um, I we see so there's a we get a lot of DMs, a lot of emails, even people come up to us in person and talk about how they mm-hmm. want to be on the podcast. We are not ignoring you, by the way. We have not gotten back to you. It's not that we're ignoring you. We're just waiting for proper times to schedule people in. Yes. Uh, everybody wants to be a part of podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, unfortunately, not everybody can come on the podcast. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but you can always call in and ask. You could be there. You could be there in a different way. If you get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, we would like to support other businesses, even artists. Oh, and then we've also been talking about later on down the seasons, we're definitely going to uh, do a live show. Woo! We did a poll. Yes, we did. A lot of people want us to come to New York. Uh, Vegas. Right. Seattle. Home, Los Angeles. Come on now. The sun is out and bright uh, and shining. Atlanta. Yes. Miami. Miami, mm-hmm. yes. Let's go to Miami, girl. Yes, yeah, so be on the lookout. We're coming. We are coming, okay? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, tune in into next week's episode. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Willis. It's your girl, Just Living Baby. And we will see you next week.